This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Welcome. Welcome. Back to another episode eight of the Sober Life Audio Experience. Experience. So glad to have you guys on. You got Brian in the house. And And Roman, as usual, is here as well. Roman the leader. What up, dog? What up, Brian? What are we going to talk about today? Well, I was thinking, you know, uh, something that's been on my mind lately and, and in the area of recovery. Right. Okay. We, On your mind, area of recovery. Yeah. Okay, go. So, a lot of people get sober, right? A lot of people don't get sober, but a lot of people do get sober. True and, that. And what I see in sobriety a lot of times is people get sober and and then they'll they'll get like a girlfriend. And then they'll get a job. And then they'll get a car. And then they'll get a house. And then and then and then and yeah. then and I could go on and on and on. But what I see is people plateau. They'll mm. reach this point where my dream and my goal and my vision when I first got sober was to just get sober, mm. right? And then it turned into, wow, I really want to have a relationship. And then yeah. I got that. And then it was like, whoa, it'd be nice to have a car and a house. And then I get that and a job and I get that. And it's yeah. like, and then, and then, and then, and then. And then, and then. What? But it's like, okay, once I fulfilled my goals, what do I do next? What's next? Yeah. So, uh. Let's talk about that. Yeah. What do you have to say, Roman? What type of comments? What type of attitudes, beliefs? Like, what do you notice about that? Well, let me. I, what do you suggest? I could dive into my own experience for this, and and my experience is the best because it's what I know. Ooh, it's and tried it's truthful. And it's tried and that true, helps. and it's true, and Got it's it. me. And in my experience, what I what I knew in sobriety was I reached a point. I reached uh, a point in sobriety where I was just like, okay, I made it. You know, I got the car, I got the girl, I got the house, I got the job, I got all that stuff. And I was like, I am happy now. And I was like, cool, I'm just going to do this. And it was like, at that point, I stopped all momentum, right? I had so much momentum. Like, I could have kept going and reached mm-hmm. the stars by mm-hmm. this time. But I was like, I'm going to stop and I'm just going to chill. You know, I'm going to do, do my program, my, my recovery program, and I'm going to do my spiritual mm-hmm. program, and mm-hmm. I'm just going to I, – I have accomplished what I needed to accomplish. Yeah. And in that, I missed out on so many opportunities, Brian. I'm mm. telling you, looking back, if I would have just kept that momentum and kept reimagining my goals and recreating my vision and keep going towards it with the same – with the same acceleration that I had in reaching my previous goals, who knows where I'd be now. Right. And it's something I've seen in a lot of people. And how many people that would have been impacted. Yeah. And, and it took a while. It took a few years, mm-hmm. a few years of being on a plateau before I was finally like, okay, <laughs> like, I don't like this. Yeah. I'm not happy. Yeah. And part of that is because as alcoholics and drug addicts, one thing that we are really good at is doing stuff. Right. Because we go all out. Yeah, we do. On everything. Yeah. Like we have the ability to do anything we want in the world because we have that drive and that motivation. Yeah, just look at any dope fiend uh, and tell them, look at how they we used to cop sacks, right? Yeah. <laughs> how many times we call that drug dealer? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> right. There, there, a point in my life I was homeless. And if you would have told me, hey, you need to walk from downtown San Diego 
to Oceanside, which is a 30-minute drive, to get some free dump, I would have walked. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I would have ran. I would have ran. <laughs> yeah, dog. You know? And it's like if I take that same drive and that same momentum and apply it to life in sobriety, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's like why would I settle for anything less than greatness? Right. And in my experience and what I've seen a lot, and I think that you've experienced this too. Absolutely. Is stopping and being like, okay, this is it. You know, this reminds me of a perfect metaphor. And I heard an old timer share this once. And it was along the lines of, you know, getting sober, staying sober is a lot like climbing an icy mountain. Mm-hmm. That um, whenever you stop climbing, yeah, unbeknownst to yourself, you're sliding back. Right. And it just speaks into the topic of today of moving past stagnation and recreating and redeveloping where you get to go next. Exactly. So staying stagnant in sobriety is actually a dangerous place to be. It's a death sentence. Resting on our laurels. You know, a laurel is everything you've done up to this point. Mm -hmm. And that's dangerous because... You know, unbeknownst to ourselves as we slide back. And what's scary about that is part of claiming addiction and claiming to be an alcoholic is that we cannot predict what it's going to look like when we drink or do drugs again. Right. The set of circumstances that come around us picking up again is unpredictable because haven't you ever drank to celebrate? Yeah. Okay, haven't you ever drank because you were sad? Yeah. Haven't you done dope to, to for a party and, and because you were, you know, yeah. excited? Yeah. Well, haven't you done it because you were mad and depressed? Yeah, and I've done it to escape reality. Absolutely. So being stagnant and not recreating, right. redeveloping, re-engaging your, your heart and your soul for what's next yeah. is a danger zone. Well, and this... This applies, obviously, to people in recovery, but this applies to everyone. Just imagine for me, for a second, just imagine. We all know who Michael Jordan is, right? Now, Michael Jordan is the the greatest basketball player of all time. Mm -hmm. Some may argue, but you're wrong. He is. (laughs) Okay? It's not up for debate. We're not debating that. But just imagine if Michael Jordan Jordan would have won his first championship and was like, all right, I'm good. Right, he would have gone down as a championship basketball he player. He would have gone down as a good basketball player, and he would have fulfilled his dreams of being a basketball player, yeah. a, of a championship basketball player. Yeah, but he didn't do that, Brian. What he, did he do, Roman? He went on to win several more championships and recreate the entire image of what it is to be a basketball player. He will go down in history as the greatest player to ever play. Six-time NBA champion, right? Yeah. Has his own shoe line, has his own image. People know his image. When you see, you know, the image of Michael Jordan stretching out, you know, uh that's known worldwide. Who, Everyone knows who he is and who, he has impacted so many people. Who didn't see Space Jam? Exactly. I mean, seriously. Like, really? Yeah. That was one of my favorite movies growing up. Same here. And it was Same because here. I loved Michael Jordan. And it wasn't because he won one championship. It was because everything in him was going towards his goal and his dream, and he achieved it, and he recreated. Right. When he won his first championship, he recreated to right. win his second. And right. then that wasn't enough, and then he won his third. And then he even had a dream, right? His dad was a bat- uh, baseball player. 
and he grew up playing baseball, and his dream was to play baseball. Now, he's the greatest basketball player to ever play the game. He walked away from the game of basketball to play baseball because that was his dream, mm -hmm. and he never stopped. Right. Right? And so why should I ever settle for less, or why should you settle for less? So, Roman, who, who do we get to be? Right. Because there's this there's this thing about like we've got to do, 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 do. And then you can have, have, no, have, no, have, no. have. It's, that's wrong. OK, so wrong. enlighten me. Like what what is it about being this that's going to take us to that next level? Well, I'll just paint a picture for you, Brian. OK, that's that's the best way I know how to describe this. Just, paint that shit. All right. Just imagine, Brian, that you are dead. Right. It's the end of your life. You're, let's say, 80 years old and you died. OK. And we're all at your funeral. You're like a little little ghost floating above your funeral so you could watch it. Weird now, images right yeah. now. So as they're lowering you into your grave, they're not saying, wow, Brian did this and did that and made this amount of money and was really cool. And, you know, it's not going to be about your accomplishments, dude. It's not. No one's going to give a fuck about what you did in life. The people that speak at your funeral are going to be talking about who you were and how you impacted their life. Mm. It is really about, and it's something that's crazy. And it's something that I get caught up in. And I know a lot of people get caught up in. It's like, I need to do, 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 do. I need to create this. I need you, to create that. You end up do doing all over yourself. Yeah. But at the end of my life, man, I'm not going to be judged on what I did. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be judged on who I touched. And how you made people feel. Yeah. And so, like, if I can operate from that space, mm -hmm. knowing that, hey, at the end of my life, man, none of this shit I'm doing is going to matter. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I operate from a place of how many lives can I touch? How many people mm -hmm. can I affect? And what kind of legacy can I create? Yeah. Then it's like, wow, you know, there is no ceiling. And there is no ceiling. And that's why we're so passionate here, you know, at Sober Life. Yeah. Like, we're out here carrying the message to the masses. Because if it's to be, it's up to us. Yeah. Like, we're here to take the stand to carry the message to somehow, someday cause the ripple effect and impact that person that will change the world. And yeah. we're the start. We're doing it now. Yeah. What, what I do know is this. Martin Luther King Jr., right? One of the greatest men in history. Hero. I got him tattooed on me. Yeah. One of the, like, literally one of the greatest men in history. Why? Because he... he inspired an entire generation to change their beliefs and their thoughts like you know how crazy of a concept that is that one man could do that mm -hmm. but could you imagine if martin luther king jr would have done his first speech in front of people and got good feedback and everyone was like yeah we love you and then him being like oh good cool i'm done i did my job Right, like we wouldn't have the world that we have today. The le the legacy wouldn't have lived. There's no there's no chance. But he mm. kept fighting and he kept going, and shit got hard. Are you right. kidding? He had a hard time, but he did it anyway right. because it wasn't at the end of the day. It wasn't about what he did or what he created. Right. But it was about his dream. Right. We all know I had a dream. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was about his dream, about his vision, and about the lives that he was changing. Mm. And. I mean, you look back in history, and that was a pivotal moment for right. our society in the way that lives, you know, were, were changed. Like, lives were changed. All the movers, shakers, hustlers, people out there getting it that are listening to this, the, the sober, you know, go-getters, pay attention. Yeah. And, and if that's not you, 
you know what? Maybe, maybe start asking some questions. Yeah. The only way to learn something in life is with a question and not an answer. Mm-hmm. So what's in the gap? Well, not only that, but if you're listening to this today and it doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, what you've done in life, I would just, one simple question that you can ask yourself is, am I ready to die right now? Mm-hmm. Am I ready? Am I happy with my life up to this point that if I die right now, okay. Damn. And I guarantee you the answer is no. Guarantee the answer is no. For me personally, I am, I, I no. If I died right now, I would not be happy because there's so much more. Mm. And I know for you, Brian, there's mm-hmm. so much more. Yeah, I got a, this gnarly visual of Tupac Shakur right when you said that, you know? Yeah. Can you imagine? Come with me. Can you imagine? Hail Mary. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Yeah. And yeah. There, there are. And, and the fact is, is that every single person that was born and that is alive, it doesn't matter if you grew up in foster care, and it doesn't matter if your parents are multimillionaires. Mm-hmm. It does not fucking matter what your circumstances are. Mm-hmm. We each, all of us, Every single person has the opportunity to be the change in the world. Yeah. Everyone. And that can be as simple as being loving, yeah, being kind, you know, being an interruption for something that you see that you don't, that's not, that's not acceptable. Yeah. And I mean, look at the first thing that for many of us ends up being something not acceptable. How about your alcoholism? Yeah. I didn't accept my alcoholism and I was in a position where I could see how powerless I was and as more hopeless as I got, I was finally willing to do what needed to be done yeah. so that the change could happen. Yeah. And, that's, and, and another example is once I did get sober and I made some committed action mm-hmm. to changing my life, mm-hmm. most of my friends suffered from addiction and alcoholism mm-hmm. and I just stood by. I didn't do shit because I was scared because I was unsure Mm -hmm. because I didn't want to be judged. I didn't take a stand for my friends and I could have, Mm -hmm. and I could have impacted their lives. And some of those friends are dead now. Mm -hmm. And I look back and I'm like, fuck, I had the opportunity. Mm -hmm. I had the chance and Mm -hmm. I didn't take it. And Mm -hmm. moving forward for me, that's not, that's not going to fly. I look myself in the mirror and say, Roman, that shit is not going to fly. Right. Like we each, every single one of us, I keep, I want to, I want to make sure that you guys all understand the importance of what I'm saying. Everyone Mm -hmm. who is listening, don't care who the fuck you are, Mm -hmm. what your background is. Everyone has the opportunity to make a change in this world. And sometimes it's as, as simple as saying to a friend or a loved one. Hey, what you're doing is not working and being a positive interruption in their life. Right. And, you know, to play off that, be the change you want to see in the world. Yeah. That comes with responsibility. Yeah. And part of being responsible is taking the action when you see it. Yeah. It's owning it. It's being responsible for it all. And it doesn't even matter if you believe in it or not. That's that's something that I've had to learn. It doesn't even matter if I really want to. It doesn't matter if I, you know, think it's going to work or not think it's going to work. 
You know, one of my favorite stories, and I've shared this with you before, Brian, is Mother Teresa. Mm-hmm. We all know who Mother Teresa is. One of the most inspirational women in history, mm-hmm. hands down. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And the story of Mother Teresa is that after she died, you know, she, she was a journaler. She kept journals. Mm-hmm. And after she died, everyone studied her journals. And what they found was for a solid 10 years almost, she did not believe in God. Mm. Now, this is a woman who stood for God. Her whole life mission was to help others because of God. And for a solid 10 years, she continued doing her work, helping other people, spreading the message of God, talking about that. And she did not believe in God. Actions speak louder than words, huh? And her, you know what her mantra is? Is in those moments where she did that anyway, Mm -hmm. her mantra was, I do it for God. Mm. meaning that even though she did not believe in God at that time, she did it anyway. Mm-hmm. And look what happened, man. She's one of the most inspirational people of all time. Left a legacy, impacted yeah. millions, made life better for humans on this planet. Yeah. And so I've adapted a similar mantra for myself. It's I, I do it for others. Mm. You know, I do it for you. Mm-hmm. I do it for them. Mm-hmm. I do it for us. Mm-hmm. But what I don't do it for is me. Yeah. You know, and that's the root. The root of all evil is the selfish and self-centeredness, especially for alcoholics and addicts, is the constant thought of others and how we can best serve them and meet their needs has got to be a mantra. Yeah, because I'll I'll say this also, is that there have been times where I've been really close, mm-hmm. and there have been times where I've been fucked up, out of my mind, an emotional wreck. Mm-hmm. And I have gotten through those moments by focusing out. Yep. Because the one thing that will continuously and always until the day I die work for me is helping other people, man. Well, Roman, would you say that what you're not thinking about when you're focusing out is you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. So, so when you're doing something for someone else, who you're not thinking about is you. Yeah. So the little problems, the little ant hills, the little mountains yep. that seem so insurmountable, you just forget about. <laughs> yeah. And it goes back to my head is crazy for yeah. the most part. Like I will make anything. Yeah. A problem. It doesn't even matter what what it is. I'll make it a problem. Mm-hmm. And if I stew long enough on it, it's a life or death problem. Yeah. And what you forget about is gratitude. Yeah. And so I just go back. I do it for them. Yeah. I do it for others. And I I invite you guys who are listening to make that your mantra. Because shit, man, driving in traffic, getting cut off, showing up late for work, Mm -hmm. getting yelled at by your boss, getting yelled at by your significant other, Mm -hmm. getting punched in the mouth by your kid. Like these (laughs) these are things that are not enjoyable. But... When I do it for others and I do it for them, yeah, it doesn't matter. You know what, guys? We're here for you guys. Yes. We do it for you. I'll tell you a quick story and we'll wrap it up. A uh, friend of mine's father was dying. He was in the hospital bed. And he looked at his son, who was my friend, and he uh, looked him in the eyes. And, he, and he's on his deathbed. And he said, you know what? I, I really miss traffic. Hmm. And and the son thought it was pretty weird. He's like, "Wow, like some guy on his deathbed, like, you know, why 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 would you miss traffic?" And right. so he asked his dad, you know, so dad, like, what is it about? Why do you miss traffic? And he responds to his son, and he says, you know, 
it meant that I was going somewhere. Mm. You know, he realized that he wasn't going to be going anywhere soon except for his deathbed. Yeah. Wow. And uh, traffic meant to him that he had a destination to go to, a place to arrive to, somewhere to be. Yeah. And how often are we just taking for granted being ungrateful, entitled, selfish, thinking about us, our needs, our wants, our desires, when it's all temporary anyways. Yeah. This is a world of impermanence. Yeah. We all have an expiration date. We don't know what it is, but we all have one. And it's our fucking duty as human beings to do the best that we can Mm-hmm. and do for others yeah you know the world will be a better place y'all the world will be a better place because you were in it mm-hmm. and that's what you have the power like with that statement is so much power mm. like you have the power to make this world a better place and with that so I, get out there and do it guys yeah let us know how we can support you yeah. Find us on Facebook. Interact. We want to hear from you guys. Let's, yes, let's, please. Let's engage. Let's come together. Uh, if you got anyone that's rad that you want to be on the podcast, like hit us up. If you yes. want to be on the podcast, let's go. Let's go. All right. I love the you guys. time is now. Peace. Peace. The Specialty Produce app is the world's number one handheld resource on produce. The app features photographs, recipes, geography and history, taste and culinary applications on over 1,900 produce items. From apples to zapote, we've got your produce questions answered. Our app is available for both iPhone and Android. Download our app for free today.